Hi guys and welcome back to Brown Meets World Podcast. So if you're new here, my name is Divya and I'm your host. Happy December you guys and I thought of starting December by talking about a topic that so many of you guys love listening to which is relationships. I want to start off by saying that letting go of your boyfriend or your girlfriend especially someone you thought that you would spend the rest of your life with, is probably one of the most hardest things to do. You go from spending every day with this person to no longer being around them. And it's like they were part of your routine. And now that you have to let go of them, you feel like a part of you is going to be missing, which is really normal. So it's like you no longer say, good morning, good night, how's your day? The thing is, I remember someone once told me this, that letting go of someone you love is hard and in the moment, you feel like you will never find someone again. But the thing is, there are 7 billion people in this world or maybe more. But what makes you think that there are not going to be people out there for you who will literally treat you exactly the way that you want to be treated? What if by not letting go of this person right now that, you know, you're in a relationship with hinders you at a chance of true love. So I want to touch a little bit about the signs that you can consider before you let go of someone. I think one of the most basics is when your expectations and standards are not being met. So I had a case where, you know, one of my expectations was, I feel like it's pretty basic, um, being considerate to my mental health. So I struggle with anxiety and when I was in my toxic relationship, I remember vocalizing my anxiety to my ex-boyfriend and telling him like, okay, you not do these certain things because it triggers my anxiety. So for example, when it comes to him being like upset about something, he would like text me and be like, oh, like I need to talk to you about something. And then he would disappear for like two hours. And I kid you not, it would mess with my mind and he would enjoy it. He found pleasure in seeing me go insane and seeing me be anxious and have panic attacks. Like the fact that I'm vocalizing this right now, that's crazy that someone thinks that way. What the hell is wrong with people? Like you have to be literally like a very disgusting human being to think that it's funny to see someone suffer a mental illness. And I remember just having to battle this with him because he had no respect for the fact that I was, you know, anxious all the time. I feel like that was one of the reasons why I chose to let go of this person other than the fact that he cheated on me. Um, also, another expectation is when they don't give you your space. So if you're someone that, you know, is not really codependent on your partner and you like to take time on your own during the week. So supposing you meet your partner like one to two times a week, but there are days where you just want to be left alone, you know, you want to be in your own company and your partner just doesn't respect it. You know, I feel like it's not just your alone time. It's also when they don't want you hanging out with anyone else. So like your family or your friends and they just want you all to themselves. I think in relationships, space needs to be given to both parties because you guys always can't be around each other. That's not healthy. You know, you guys need to be independent on your own and not dependent on each other for happiness or the feeling of being complete because at the end of the day, you have your own life to lead. I used to be codependent on my ex-boyfriend and that just made me lose all love for myself. Like I didn't know how to love myself because I relied on him for everything. 
from validation to emotional support, which is honestly really, really. So in all my relationships and friendships, I expect open communication and honesty. And I feel like that's something that a lot of us share in common. So if you relate to this and you realize that your partner is not able to sit down and talk about issues in a mature manner, if you feel like every single argument lands in something that is heated, you might want to consider that maybe this person isn't the best for you and maybe it's time to walk away. Okay, so now we're going to move on to when you find yourself feeling drained after meeting them. It's like you used to feel really excited to go and meet this person and get dressed, but then now as y'all make plans, you don't look forward to it. Sometimes you even forget that you're going on a date and they have to remind you like, hey, like, are we meeting today? And it's like when you go and meet them, you just want to go back home. You're not supposed to feel drained or you're not supposed to like dread going to meet someone that you love. A connection between you and someone you love isn't supposed to die off. You know, it's supposed to remain that way. And I'm not saying that relationships don't have its like their rocky faces. There is definitely going to be times where things are going to be difficult. But at the end of the day, the spark and the connection is not supposed to go away. The love is supposed to still be there. So I kind of want to cover red flags in relationships because I feel like it ties in with letting go of partners. So I briefly did a little um, video on my TikTok. All my social links are linked below in this podcast description if you guys want to check it out. But um, the first red flag in relationships is when you have to ask for the bare minimum. The bare minimum consists of complimenting your partner. If your partner is not complimenting you, why are you even in the relationship? It's like these are all basic things like your partner should be calling you pretty your partner should be should be saying like i'm so proud of you or like you're doing really well like these little little things matters a great deal taking you out on dates and spending time with you these are things that are bare minimum and why do you have to ask your partner to do these things because if someone truly loves and cares for you they will make sure they do anything and everything to show you that they love and appreciate you for being with them oh my god i remember like my ex-boyfriend he oh he would literally not support me whatsoever it's like everything that i vocalize like if i wanted to do something he would do everything in his power to tell me not to do it because he was so inferior and insecure about himself so he was trying to you know take it out on me and trying to stop me from doing things because he didn't want me to be better than him which now that i'm saying it out loud i'm like what is wrong with some people like why are people programmed this way and i'm so glad that i left this person because he was such a bad influence and honestly, like, I can't believe I would even let someone treat me the way he did. Because if my partner was doing something really well in life, like he just opened a business, I would plaster his business everywhere on my social media and I will make sure that I ask him a million times every single day if I could. Like, do you need any help? Like, is there anything I can do? Because at the end of the day, the person you love has started something. The least you can do is lend a helping hand. So I was in a relationship last time where every single time we got into an argument it will always lead to this person that I was with using really really massive vulgar and just like insulting me and it was like at that point in time I didn't know how to love myself so I just let this person step all over me and let this person take advantage of me and say things that honestly hurt me so much and I feel like that's the worst thing that you can do to yourself because nobody deserves to be treated like that 
especially when that person cheated on me but yeah anyways like i've been in a healthy relationship and in my healthy relationship i never had to fear my partner doing these things to me i I never had to worry that okay if i bring this issue up to him is he going to insult me no he's nothing like that he would make sure that we talk things out in a civil manner and we're able to understand each other. And if you think that there are no guys or girls out there who are going to respect you the way a, a normal human being should be respected, trust me when I say there are people out there. And you don't have to settle for someone who's just being rude and disgusting. So the fourth red flag, I briefly mentioned it before, is the lack of communication. Again, I want to reiterate that communication is key and I keep saying this in all my episodes. One conversation can save a relationship or a friendship. So if your partner is not willing to communicate with you properly, they're not the person for you. And the last thing would be when they lack accountability. So I've been in cases where the people I used to be with would gaslight me into thinking that everything was always my fault. Even if it's clear-cut their wrongdoing, they will find a way to make sure that they twist the entire thing to make it my fault. And I've given this example multiple times, but I was in a case where, oh, actually, let's just talk about this. So I got cheated on um, a few years ago. The person that cheated on me tried to turn it onto me. So they tried to blame me and say like, oh, it's because of you that I cheated. You didn't give me these things that That's why I cheated on you. Again, let me just make things clear like I did on my TikTok. If someone cheats on you, it's got everything to do with them and it's got nothing to do with you. That's a reflection of who they are and how disgusting and low of a human being that they are. They just don't want to admit that they're wrong. So they will do everything in their power to try and blame you for things that they do. I've been in relationships and I've been in friendships where if I address something with these people like, hey, by the way, what you did hurt me, nothing will turn into a heated argument. I feel like the first thing that my friends or like my partner would do is say like, oh, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. And things will be worked out. It's like, why would you want to put yourself through a relationship where you feel always so emotionally drained by this person? I remember when I was in my toxic relationship, I would literally like be so I don't know how to describe it, but it's like I always had so much on my mind and I had a huge weight on me because every single time, every single day, we would be arguing and it would always be my fault, even if it was my ex-boyfriend that was causing so many problems and there was so much disrespect, there was a lack of communication, there was a lack of accountability, there was nothing of any sort of the bare minimum being done for me and there was no support at all. It's like I had so many red flags in my relationship and I feel like if these signs, if any one of these signs that I mentioned is relatable to you, Honestly, it's time for you to reconsider the relationship because no one deserves to go through any of the things that I mentioned. I think it's even more important for you to reconsider the reconsider the relationship if you have vocalized these things to your partner and there are still no changes being made. So honestly, I've seen all over TikTok that a lot of people are going through healthy relationship breakups because as years have progressed, especially with the rise of TikTok, I feel like toxic relationships and standards have been talked about a lot. So people are starting to get into healthy relationships and setting high standards. While all that's really good, I've also seen a lot of people go through healthy relationship breakups And it sucks. So I want to talk a little bit about that. When it comes to healthy relationship breakups, it's probably one of the worst things ever. It it honestly sucks. But in a lot of cases, it's necessary for both of you to grow individually. 
because I feel like if you stay, you're wasting your time trying to fix something that can't be fixed. Especially if it's some something that the other person needs to fix. You're only hindering your chance at spending time on your own and growing individually. It's like the two of you didn't do anything wrong. And it's like there was no like toxicity. It's just like your lives just don't align anymore or things are just harder than it seems. And you guys need to end the relationship because it's what's best for both of you. Maybe there's some time that y'all need to take individually and grow as individuals and be happy on your own before y'all come back together. Maybe things are just rocky right now. At the end of the day, you need to know that if the relationship is meant to be, it will always be. You know, you can't force something to work. It has to come naturally. And the best thing you can do in order to get over a relationship breakup is to accept it. You need to spend time on your own and you need to find yourself. And probably one of the hardest, worst things that you have to do is cut contact with the person that you were romantically involved with because the more y'all talk, the more you're going to prolong the hurt and the more you're going to be reliant on this person. I honestly feel like the best way in order to move on and grow as individuals is to no longer talk to each other. It's hard because this person was a part of your routine and it's like, what are you going to do when you no longer have this person to talk to every single day? But trust me when I say you will figure it out. You know, I used to be afraid when I broke up with like in my toxic relationships and stuff I would be like oh my god I'm gonna be left alone like I'm not gonna have this person to talk to every day and I thought I wasn't gonna survive but hello like I'm here I'm fine you know yeah it was a lonely process I literally would not get notifications on my phone for days because I would honestly be texting him all the time and it's like I just accepted it and I took time all on my own i went out alone i went for walks alone i really enjoy my own company and that's how i was able to get to the place that i am today because i built new connections i built my confidence i built back what i lost when i was with this person you know people might honestly find it hard to let go of their partner and it is understandable i can't imagine having to let go of someone that you love and someone that played a huge role in your life. But at the end of the day, I think you need to recognize that you're doing this because you need to grow on your own. You need to make sure that you look out for yourself. And you need to ask yourself, is this something that's, that's impacting me positively? If this relationship is not serving you anymore, if this person is not doing things that you expect, do you deserve this? Why do you think that you won't have anyone in this world out there for you who's going to be a perfect match for you? If you stay... You're just wasting your time, you're wasting their time and y'all are both just hindering your chance at happiness and potentially finding true love because at the end of the day, again, if you guys are meant to get back together, you eventually will get back together and honestly, only get back together if this person is not toxic. I wouldn't recommend going back to your toxic ex because they're probably just still going to be toxic to you. Okay, so with that, I think we've come to the end of the episode because I honestly feel like I covered quite a bit. But if you guys want me to talk more about relationships, especially like healthy relationships, definitely let me know down below or you can DM me if you guys want any more advice. I'm more than happy to, you know, talk to you guys about it. If you guys are currently going through a hard time because you have to let go of someone you love, you're going through a breakup, I'm here to say that things get better. You know, I've been through it before. It's not the nicest feeling. I think the one thing I want to say is to not rush the process. What I did was gave time to myself to cry it out. I really felt my emotions and I didn't care if people judged me for it. 
But the only way I was able to move on with my life was the fact that I sat and I cried and I also, you know, expressed how I felt to someone or I wrote it down. Basically, do whatever you need to do to let it out. Because if you don't, it's just going to bottle up and pile up. You know, don't force yourself to immediately bounce back into your daily routine. It's okay to take a day to yourself. It's okay to just stay in bed and cry. And if you can't do that, at least take time to yourself once in a while because that's the only way you're going to be able to move on. And yeah, other than that, I'm here to say things will get better. So don't worry about it. And I hope that my podcast at least serves as some form of like comfort for you guys. So anytime you feel down and you just want to, you know, make yourself feel better, just listen to to my podcast. You know, I have like, I think I have three other episodes on relationships. So listen to that. And I hope that, you know, I make you feel better. I also want to say if you guys want more advice, definitely DM me. Like my DMs are open. All my socials are linked below. So please don't hesitate to DM me. But yeah, I wish you guys the best December ever. And I hope you guys have the best week and the best day. Thank you guys so much for your support on my podcast. I really appreciate all your kind DMs. Honestly, all of you are really, really sweet. I do read your DMs. I read your comments. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. love and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye guys!